Welcome everybody to another episode of Gorilla Gospel. We're going to break this segment off with the hell on earth. Because when when, when I mean by hell on earth, let me tell you something. It starts off as kids when it, when it comes to this matter. We don't grieve. This is an add-on broken in half. When it comes to greed, amen, it causes communities to get hit by massive, massive doses of chemicals that you don't know what in the hell is this. That's what greed does. See, nobody understands the whole concept of war. When you go to war with somebody, and you ain't had no business even going to war with them, but you get conquered by them, you owe them people now. You now become those people's pet. And it may look all uniform and pretty, but after the Vietnam War, we got invaded with a bunch of Vietnamese that started owning all the mom and pop stores and stuff in, 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 in some of these areas. They sold areas to these people to come in with anything that they was coming in to sell and make money to regain from the money they put into the war as well as they just own our butts. And at first it was just my Caucasian brothers that I was used to as a kid going to the little mom and pop stores and whatever else businesses that they own, the Caucasians was running it. But after, after transitioning, after the Vietnam War, and he transitioned right underneath our noses, popped up them owning it. And I ain't tripping about it. I'm not saying this out of prejudice, I'm saying this out of facts. And that's where you had got World War Three with the, the Ronald Reagan war on drugs situation. A lot of people wouldn't understand how, how serious it is when it comes to going to war with somebody and getting conquered by them. A lot of people don't know the rules and regulations that comes with being conquered. See, if you really look at it, the Vietnamese came in first. Then Chinese people started uh, ruling everything. Then the uh, Arabs, I believe. Then the Hindus. And then, you know what I'm saying? You got, uh, what, Africans and all this other stuff. America has become a big prostitute, a breeding ground just to sell the communities. And the, the main communities that's hit the hardest are the black communities. Anybody that got some money and want to buy a community around here, can do it and when you buy it you come in and you rule it and you uh, work it the way you want to work it and a lot of people is thrown in the crossfire you like some of these cops and all that you think some of these cops are out here to get you no man these cops are out here to save you most of the time some of them are paid cops for the other team but not all of them but there's a code everybody got to live by because see when it comes to oppression in exile and all that, your whole family and close to kin and all that is involved once it comes to you uh, telling secrets like I'm telling right now.
Living on the streets, I've come to learn a lot of things. I ran across a sex trafficking scheme that, if it wasn't for the greed that brought me into rubbish, lost my family and everybody turned their backs on me and everything, I wouldn't have found out about a sex trafficking scheme that came about with some, uh, some Indians that they call Mexicans down there in Missouri. And while I was living on the streets, I was, you know, playing the crazy role so people wouldn't hurt me. Like, I was just a crazy person always talking about God and everything. You know, picking up trash and all that. So they, they, would, they, they would overlook me. But at the same time, I'm, I'm ear hustling like a mother. I'm catching this, I'm catching that. They saying words like this, I'm saying words like that. And I'm like, oh, that's what's happening. That's what's had. And I'm like, okay, all right. And I would, I would just roam around, walk. I would just walk and all that, just, you know, acting like I'm, you know, Mr. Wendell some damn body. And uh, I'll run across it and see it for myself. And sure enough, they'll, they'll, they'll talk these, these Indians into coming to Missouri, saying they're going to give them jobs and all that, put them in the hotels and stuff. And... You know, they could save up and stuff and buy them houses and stuff. When these Indians would come out here, man, with their family, their kids and everything, bruh, and work a good job, bruh, and, and fix up stuff and all this other stuff. And they they would they would uh they would oppress them, bruh. But when it's well all said and done, these men coming home from work one night, they got ice sitting outside the door. And before they could say bye to their families, they get uh, zip tied and shipped back to the border but their kids and their wives well most of them ain't gonna say nothing because they don't want them to get uh, back up in there well they start selling their kids and stuff and when I found that out I called the FBI I got in big trouble because of that not only did I get in trouble once I uh, not, not only the greed that first happened to me when it came to the Ponzi scheme of the disability, Social Security, I'm putting two and two together with how many people this could have been done to. But then when I, you know, through all my, my stress and everything, I run across the traffic and stuff. Well, now I got people wanting to kill me now because, see, underground business has been turned over. But I wasn't really trying to aim on hustlers that was doing whatever they had to do, I don't know, you know. I was looking out for what was happening with these kids and these women out here, these little Indians that's coming out here, you know, because, I mean, I would want somebody to fight for me. <laughs> you heard me, so I'm like, you did? I picked on that, bro. And uh, as, I'm, as I'm going through it, and they got people wanting to beat me up, I'm going to jail left and right for no reason. I went to jail from bringing my daughter to church one day, and they gave me a kidnapping charge. And come to find out, I, you know, they dropped the kidnapping charge and put it tampering with custody. That's not even a charge. I don't. It's not in the rules. All right, because from from the segment of hell on earth. I signed custody over to my mom until I got my life together because I didn't know what was happening. But come to find out, I was being oppressed and exiled because of the Ponzi scheme that they put on me with 
the disability. And my mama didn't understand what was going on because all she she seen that she was able to be a parent again with my kids and got a power trip out of this world. And she kicked me out of my family, out of my kids' lives so that she can take over of uh, being the adult in the house. When all I asked her to do is let me continue disciplining them. You be grandmas, do the spoiling part. You be the sweet, I be the bitter. Making sure they do their homework and making sure they don't talk back and making sure they don't get with the wrong crowds and stuff like that. Well, I was exiled out of that matter. Greed came in and corrupted my mother's uh, judgment towards me. And I'm like, this woman is the best thing in my life. And I don't believe that this is happening, but it does happen. Greed is a mud. And nobody is not trying to compromise and help me talk to my mom and everything. Everybody that I reached out to that was supposed to be immediate family and everything, they all ignored me. I wind up running on the streets and getting thrown in jail for no reasons. Every time when I was trying to fight the situation with the with the greed of the disability, every time I was trying to fight the situation with my kids and uh, the power trip and everything, I'm like, hey, I wasn't court ordered. My kids was never taken, all right? There's no rule saying that I can't come and see them. There's no rule saying that I can't live with them. But my mother is seriously power tripping. I think we need to have somebody come in and talk with her and let her know the rules. But the family support services and them people there, bro, listen, I wouldn't wish them on my worst enemy. I come to find out also living on the streets that family services, most of them, are just another way of sex trafficking legally. Anybody that gets their kids taken because of drugs or anybody that volunteers their children to be signed into custody until they get their life together, they will press you so hard. You, you, knew, you have now become exiled to where your family members most likely and the people in your community, you are blackballed to never arise on your feet and get those kids back. They're going to make it ten times harder for you to get your kids back when all it is is one hoop you got to jump to it. And that's probably get sober. But here you got friends and all that, and, and, and people picking stupid arguments with you, knowing that's a trigger to get you back on drugs and all that. You, you can't get a job. The thing that was told to me was that I had to get a job in order to get my kids back and stay sober. I did all that, but I couldn't get a job. For 10 years I've been living on the streets now, trying to get a job, and I don't have a felony or am my own drugs, bro. And I got all these skills. And I can't get a job to save my damn life. All my teeth are missing. Because every time when I would set up an appointment for the dentist, they'll schedule me three months of the appointment saying that I got to wait three months to see a dentist. By that time, the tooth had already broken and all the pain that I was in, and all they could do is pull a damn thing because it swelled up half my damn face. All my teeth are gone from that part. When it comes to exile and oppression, it's the Pandora box of greed. When it comes to war and all this other stuff, sex trafficking, so it's the deal of greed. Greed is anything, not just money. Greed is anything. It could be food, it could be television. You know, it's, greed just means you want too much of it. That's what greed is. And it's a Pandora box. And now, 
now that I'm I'm in trouble for dropping a dime on the sex trafficking, uh, a lot of people are seriously pissed off at me. There's a, a bunch of people uh, this uh, call themselves a uh, 417 uh, Pecker Woods and uh, Midwest Honkies. Come to find out, these are nothing but a bunch of sex perverts up in uh, Springfield, Missouri. And they all wanted me dead because I dropped a dime on them about the, uh, the sex trafficking. And a lot of other things got caught up in the mix. And I'm going to jail left and right, like I say, for no reason. And uh, 20, I think the, the, the judge looked me in my face and said that uh, I disobeyed an order that he gave me, a restraining order on my wife, which I put a restraining order on her because I divorced her. You know, come to find out she was part of this Midwest honky shit. And anyways, man, this is deep. You know, there's a lot of things I got to take to my grave because it's so shameful. But all hell broke loose. And everybody, I talked to the, to the news station, they didn't do nothing about it. I called the NAACP that was out there in Springfield. They didn't do nothing about it. Come to find out, one of the head of the NAACP are undercover Trump lovers. Yeah, set up a voting poll over there at the college in uh, Joplin, Missouri, but for to get all people to support Donald Trump. A NAACP head leader now, and as I tell him what was going on while I'm in Joplin, that I got, you know, uh, they, they, they paid some people to beat me up bad, and I got chopped in my head by a machete. And uh, no cops came, nothing. Uh, I had to run for my life to the next town. You know, that that came after uh, finding out about the sex trafficking. They've been plotting on me. I run to the next town. They tried poisoning me with uh, uh, at a homeless shelter that I was at called. Uh, 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 water gardens or something like that in Joplin. They tried to poison me, but it didn't work. Uh, all bad situations, bro. So I wound up running from that shelter and I was living on the streets. And that's when I was going to school for my GED because I had started this, uh, this uh, foster care. And uh, Learning about squatters' rights, I obtained this building. And after three months of living there and cleaning it up and everything, I got an ID there because I couldn't get a job unless I had a physical address, is what they said. And I couldn't use nobody's address. And the homeless shelter that I ran for wasn't letting me use theirs. I used the place where I was at. And I didn't know nothing about squatters' rights until I used that address. And somebody said, hey, man, you get mail here? I'm like, yeah. He said, you know that squatters' rights, you now own this place. I'm like, yeah. And so that's when I asked God. I said, God, what would you do with a building this big? Because it's been ran down for years. It was really bad. And God said, start a foster care. And I did. And after that, I got my back broken. I got beat up bad by cops. They beat me up bad. Throw me in jail after that, and I ran to the next town. Cause uh, 
the the dudes that came up in there was telling me that they was gonna throw me in the mine shaft or something when I got out. And so I ran to the next town after that. You know, I got into a fight in jail. I think two fights. I was defending somebody and somebody stepped on my toes from preaching the gospel. So I beat up one dude from calling my hands because I was preaching and I beat up another dude from beating up an old man up in there. And they was, they was telling me that they was gonna catch me on sight and throw me in a mine shaft. So I ran. And through all this here, you know, they they got bad cops sending hits on people in the streets and claiming that I told on them and shit. Trying to get the streets to kill me to make it look like it was a gang-related hit. And I'm, I'm ducking and dodging all this. I'm ducking and dodging all the, all the deals trying to keep my sanity and everything just so I could get my damn kids back. Out of everything that's going on in my life right now, bro, people trying to kill me and all this, I'm only worrying about getting my kids back. And right now my kids are out here in New Orleans. I'm sleeping on the streets and everything, bro. I could die at any moment because New Orleans, you, you, you know, I was in the Bronx and all that just now. Bronx is really hard to live in. New York is a tough place to live in. But New Orleans, say, bro, this is old folks' tale right here. Yeah. So the journey continues with me. Trying to find a peace of mind and get my life back together is hell on earth. When a bunch of demons control the dice. They wanted me dead when it comes to uh, learning about all this stuff, bro. Exile. Exile is a big word, but nobody really knows what's really happening, what caused me to go through all this. I bought a house. It's a nice big house. I'm going to go see family services today and let them know, hey, my mother passed away. Nobody got in touch with me. I have a house. I could take care of my kids. If the right people are in place to help me, I just need a little push. I got it the rest of the way. I'm gonna see what they're gonna say. Because so far, I have 10 years of my life saying the same thing over and over again, showing all the paperwork and all the facts. I got the paperwork right now with me in my bag. My back is broken in three places. I still can't get the right doctor to diagnose me correctly. All, all, all support me correctly they tell me nothing wrong with my back when the MRI clearly says that from my neck down to my tailbone is broken this is my life and through the gospel I'm, I'm strong because my fate outweighs all odds and all and, and problems my blessings is way more better than a lot of things because I'm able to still fight. I pray for my kids because they've been through hell also and then they, they, I didn't cause none of this. So that's Gorilla Gospel on that matter. Now y'all know. Greed, yeah, it's the worst thing in life. 
Made angel see men let the words let the world say words.